0: Welcome to the Love Seats Comedy Podcast. I am your host, Darcy Silver, and this podcast, we're going to make me funny. That's right, we're going to explore the world of comedy in an attempt for me to get on stage to perform my first stand up comedy set. UNLV and the Board of Regents are not associated with this podcast in any way, and the material may not be appropriate for all audiences. Listen at your own discretion and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Vegas Comedy Podcast. This podcast will dive into all aspects of comedy and is for mature audiences only. The content and participants are not affiliated with UNLV and we apologize in advance if you are offended. Enjoy the show. This episode is all about me. I am your host, Mr. Darcy Silver. Let's clear this up right away. I am a man. I was born a man. I am still a man and I plan to be. I've added the Mr. Pronoun on social media, I guess to be trendy, Uh, or was that last semester? I don't know. Uh, If you haven't been able to tell, I am not a comedian. I always thought I was funny. I had a dirty sense of humor, but that is because I'm Canadian, and we all have dirty senses of humor. It's cold up there. There's nothing else to do, so we we let our minds run. Uh, I promise that we will have comedians on this show and many guests that will be a lot more funnier than me. Uh, But for today, you have the background and info On Darcy Silver. Who am I? What am I doing here? What is comedy? We're gonna have some laughs. We're gonna have some great guests. We're gonna probably cry in the process, but the crying is of joy, the best type of tears that you can ever have. And so stay tuned and join us as we present to you what is comedy. And today we're gonna think about the different aspects of comedy that exists, whether it's crude humor, whether it's clean storytelling the timing, delivery of how comedy is best executed so that you are on the edge of your toes at every moment laughing. Now, one of the best comedians that exists, Mr. Jerry Seinfeld, has challenges to keep audiences' attention. There is only so much in terms of attention span that exists that even the best comedians in the world only have so much latitude, and then their material has to push through and they have to deliver. There's about three minutes of give and take for an audience to be able to take that comedian and give them the break. And then after that, they have to deliver. How do you deliver something that is funny? And what are the steps to continue to build that storytelling so that you can deliver the best type of comedy yourself? That is the pursuit that I have that you will join me on in this journey to figure out what is funny, how to create something that's funny, and together we'll build a better enjoyment and laughter and spread the love in this world. So thinking about it, we have comedy broken down into different subcategories. Often comedians might engage an audience because they try to attack and use the humor of other people to to start with. Often what happens is they make fun of themselves. It's the easiest low-hanging fruit. So my name is Darcy Silver. I am a man. It is easy to think that that name is a woman's name uh, as I've grown up and have been identified as a woman multiple times and still receive mail, Mrs. Darcy Silver. Uh, This is a great opportunity to start. Now, thinking about where society is today, how do we take something that is at a topic and making it something that is funny but is still very sensitive and there is challenges that exist especially with comedians these days with having to be very delicate and sensitive to what they talk about and we've recently experienced the challenges with that where people don't maybe want to perform on college campuses because they're worried about being cancelled in the sensitivities So we have to figure out how do we have a better sense of humor? How do we take things lightly and know that it's okay sometimes to be made fun of and that it's all in good spirits and it needs to remain in good spirits. uh, Otherwise, it, it is insensitive and it is a problem. And where does that line exist and how do you not cross that line? And so often, you know, when you focus on individuals and stereotypes, they're funny, they're true, but the person that it's being pointed to is often now on the spot and feels ashamed, which is, which is difficult. So how how do you take something that is funny and turn it into something that is relatable and funny versus creates that negativity. And we're going to create some content on this show and allow for your minds to be thinking and doing the execution and making it now yours in terms of how do you take something and and make it funny? We're going to use, uh, personal stories and relationships, and we're going to get personal, uh, in a lot of different ways here. And we're going to try to find the humor in life. Uh, often what happens is people have their highs and lows and struggles, uh, relationships are complicated. Uh, my wife, you know, she is often telling me the challenges and frustrations that she has. And, you know, as I relate that back to my girlfriend, you know, she, she doesn't understand. And I keep telling her relationships are complicated. And if you think about how do you play the right game, it is tactical. You have to think steps and steps ahead. So in comedy, it follows the same suit where you take a topic and then you give some examples and then you go down a rabbit hole. And if you can take that initial concept and push it forward into the next piece uh, of content and uh, continue to build off of that story, Now you've captured the audience's attention and relatability in a buildup that hits an an ultimate peak and end it while it's hot, right? They always say, get them them on that high note and and walk off the stage. Uh, One of the folks that I will have on the show, uh, his name is Patrick Warburton. He played David Putty on Seinfeld. And if you are familiar with the show Seinfeld and Jerry Seinfeld, right? Perhaps the greatest comedian in the world. Uh, we see that there's different types of comedy uh, that he has specifically used in his career, uh, not using profanity, making it very relatable to today's audience. And if you have a chance, you can see him uh, as he tours around the country. Uh, Tickets are available on loveseats.com. And you can now watch the, The Master in Action. Now, in one of the episodes of Seinfeld, Uh, George Costanza, uh, he has a work relationship and is trying to create humor and end on a high note. And he literally walks out of the room in the middle of a meeting and is related to in that way of, man, he's funny. And that carries forward. So if you think about any type of interaction that happens with people, whether uh, it's at work, whether it's at school, whether it's in your personal relationships, How do you take something that may be difficult and and turn it into something that is funny? So going back to the relationship with my wife and when I come home from a long day and I put my stuff down and immediately she comes to tell me about what is happening and she goes through the most incredible detail from what she was wearing and where she was and who she was with to what was the interaction and what she said and what they said back to the feelings that she had and how it made her feel to go through that experience to the point where there is nothing that I can possibly say because everything was already said versus having a clear path of there is a point to the story and the point is love me and this is the problem that I had and make it better, right? And how can we turn something that is challenging into something that is funny? So as she's going through the story and telling me, here's what's happening, uh, I start to be able to point out different things that make her laugh in the process, lighten up the situation, but at the same time, not attacking, right? Not solving the problem, not changing what her feelings actually are. And so using comedy in a way to enhance a relationship uh, becomes very important. How many people here are dating and are trying to date? And, you know, when you think about who are you going to go out with, how important is a sense of humor? Is it more important than attraction? Right. Are you going to take someone that is, you know, the most beautiful person in the world with no uh, ability to smile or laugh? Everything is too serious. Or are you going to have a better time with with someone uh, that you're able to relate with and have those pleasurable moments and experiences and laugh it off? And so as you think about who you're with and who you want to be with and how do you interact with them, how can you bring more joy and tears to them in a way that's positive positive? And what can you do to uh, start thinking in that sense? So let's go through what we would consider to be that typical type of conversation that might exist and what would be some humorous ways that we can improve on the situation. So this is a hypothetical situation of my wife talking to me and we're going to create some holes in here and allow you to give your opinion of what you think you can say that will make this... Funny. So... Hi! I need to talk to you about something that has been bothering me lately. You know, I've always admired your ability to... Fill in the blank here. To what? But there's one thing that's been a constant source of frustration to me. Your tendency... Blank. Fill this in. It seems like whenever I try to share my thoughts or concerns, they just vanish into thin air like a... All right. So we have now a structure of a conversation and she's about to say something that could be negative. How are we going to take what she's saying and jump in, finish that thought with something that's positive, right? So in breaking down just a very simple conversation here, I need to talk to you about something that has been bothering me lately. You know that I've always admired your ability to what? How are we going to take this and make it funny, right? So in The first principle of comedy, we know that misdirection is humorous. If you think that you're going to start talking about something serious and immediately it goes down a completely different rabbit hole, that is funny, right? You know, I've always admired your ability, you know, to go to the bathroom so quickly. You have the ability literally to just flush it out in two seconds and I'm sitting on the toilet for 20 minutes. How do you do it? What is your secret, right? Right completely different direction from what was originally perhaps what you thought was going to be. And now it can become funny. So how do you take this next sentence here and make it funny? Right? So the other day I was telling you about blank and you were so distracted by blank that you didn't even realize what I was saying. Are you even listening to me? Why are my words always following on deaf ears? All right. So what could it be that we were talking about that as you start a story to someone now is going to make it to the next level, right? So the other day I was telling you about what? Start thinking about it. The other day I was telling you about, now this is public radio, so we have to be sensitive with what we think and say. As I mentioned, it is easy to be a dirty comedian. I think when I was four years old was the first time I thought I was funny. And so the first things that always pop into my mind are going down to that rabbit hole, Now, where it becomes more challenging is having more sophistication in it. So the steps and goals of how to actually start to develop comedy, they say, have a notepad and piece of paper with you so that as soon as you have some sort of idea, write it down so it's there and then go back the next day and read it so that it is able to be independently validated after you go through it again and again, was it actually funny or not? As I've gone through this, you can clearly see I didn't do that process because none of this is funny. And so what we're going to do is build together uh, with guests that have expertise, that know how to take a concept and make it funny and build together a a routine. This routine will then have a final presentation live on a stage where it will be the first time that I will debut comedy where I am not a comedian and I'll put myself up there. And with that, I am challenging myself to be able to get out of my comfort zone, to risk failure and humiliation. And I encourage you as well to do something similar. Look into your life, see something that you've been wanting to do for a long time. When you were a little kid, even 30, 40, 50 years later, it's still there in your desire to do. And take a step right now to go and make that happen. It could be a very simple step, like writing it down putting it on a piece of paper, that translates into the first action towards making that goal take place. Now, in looking at misdirection, the biggest thing that you can ever possibly do is mess up, perhaps, right? We think that fear of failure is gonna be the worst thing in the world, and so people go out to try and fail. And in reality, it becomes a lot harder to do so when you actually are trying to do that thing. So in looking at how do we create comedy, the definition of comedy is professional entertainment consisting of jokes and satirical sketches intended to make an audience laugh. And so there are several different ways to conduct this type of comedy. Uh, And so going through how are we going to build a comedy routine, right? They last different segments of time. It could be a host that comes in for a few minutes, introduces the guests in between. They can be the warm-up act, maybe getting 15, 20 minutes of time. They can be a headliner, which can go up to 80, 90 minutes, right? And depending on the, the, the type of expertise and buildup of the skills, then those things become uh, more attainable. What we'll focus on in this comedy podcast uh, and developing over the uh, episodes that are ahead uh, will be a 30-minute show uh, that will take place uh, during the spring semester on campus at UNLV. And so it will combine together music, props, storytelling, audience engagement, perhaps some foul language, and weaving together the best comedy uh, that can be developed and delivered through uh, the folks that we'll have on the show throughout uh, the season ahead. Uh, We look forward to enjoying this experience together and join us and you can join us for UNLV Comedy Week uh, after premiere scheduled Monday, September 11th through uh, September 14th, two shows per night uh, that you may be able to get tickets at loveseats.com. And so what we want to do next here is think about how do we play in the lives that we have and make the situation funny. So often people are at work and they go through their uh, daily lives and the people that they work with, they turn to, to make that experience more enjoyable. And there's often banter that takes place and it's now making work better. It, it is enjoyable as opposed to you come to work, you come on time, you do your work, you leave, that repetition exists and it's miserable right? So looking through your work environment, who who are the people that you like and make you laugh and spending more time with them, schmoozing with them, and actually now getting a better appreciation for the people around you that bring that laughter and enjoyment to you. At UNLV, taking classes, we find there are several different styles of delivering material. And the ones The professors that really do the best job are able to incorporate humor and comedy into the education that they put. And there are several experiences that I've had, uh, you know, where teachers have taken a presentation and they've added slides completely irrelevant to whatever the topic is that now just create better engagement and make it now relatable to the audience that you have one of the best comedians that's lasted in Las Vegas, Carrot Top, a prop comic. He's put together a show that is able to continuously stay fresh with new material by integrating what's happening in today's society and thinking creatively in terms of visualization and delivering that on in front of a live stage. One of the biggest comedians right now that's blown up, uh, Matt Reif. He is a hot young stud that has used social media to take the comedy he's done. And now he's basically unobtainable to hire unless you're in a stadium or arena and everybody's asking for tickets. And so thinking about how has he been able to take the comedy that he's done, which if you look at social media and you're following him, you'll be able to see a lot of it is audience engagement and in order to be able to engage in that audience, it's generally in a smaller environment. Night, uh, comedy clubs generally, right, are in perhaps like a basement where it's dark and you can focus on the stage. In a much bigger setting, it becomes a lot more difficult to be able to start communicating with an audience when you know, there is so many of them there. And so it will be exciting to see and encourage you to go to the show. Uh, you can get tickets on loveseats.com. And see what you think. Now, in looking at the different types of comedy, right? We have the prop comic, like here at Top. We have the audience making fun of, engagement, what do you hear, why are you here? And, you know, the banter that goes on that people just find funny, right? Like Matt Reif delivers. Uh, we've experienced the making fun of you, like Jeff Ross, the master roaster, uh, which I was recently roasted by, by him uh, wearing a pink suit. So it was uh, the easiest target he could ever hope for in terms of getting at me, uh, which I was happy to do and with a big smile on my face. And, uh, you know, I would love to roast him back. But again, you know, not appropriate perhaps for, for this show. Uh, but we'll, we'll set up a stage for that to happen uh, as, a, as the revenge challenge one day. Uh, So in that sort of style, you know, that is definitely looking at a person and doing the research about them and taking the things that they've done and really hammering them to, uh, you know, no end, no mercy. And when you think you've hit that line, that another line comes and then another line comes and, you know, to the point of uncomfortability, you know, in the name of humor, that is a style and has worked very well for him, and we, we give him his props for that. Uh, another type of, of comedy uh, that I has seen recently uh, was with Patton Oswalt, which was more of a storytelling style, talking about specific experiences that he's had and the interactions with people that when you think about it and pull out the humor of what's happening are very interesting and easy to relate to uh, and in a nice, clean way that, You have to follow through. It's not a quick one-liner like Mitch Hedberg where, you know, that one little quick whip and it is funny in itself and you have hundreds of those and based off of the audience, you know, you're able to feel out what they like, what they don't like engage their reactions. So being a great audience member becomes a very critical component to a comedian and having uh, the right audience that is able to appreciate the sense of humor Uh, There was recently a show uh, that took a comedy club, hired a actual actor to be a comedian to then go off on uh, an audience member and to see what the audience reaction would be to it. Would they continue to laugh and support the comedian? Would they say it's not funny? Would they get behind the person that is being made fun of and protect them? And, it is mixed because when you are going to comedy, you are expecting perhaps to be made fun of. So often, people avoid maybe the front row where they're going to be most exposed to that type of uh, you know attention, uh, and they you know prepare that that could happen. And so, in this particular uh, study that was done, right, what would you do if you are familiar with the show? This is the show that did it. Uh, they had most of the people really, you know, chuckling for the first 30 seconds, minute, and then it became very uncomfortable, very focused, inappropriately, and intentionally done to see how the audience would react, right? And what the study showed was that there are people that come to comedy and they're laughing the whole entire time. It completely didn't matter what was said. They were there to have fun. They were just being made fun of, and that was all in the spirit of why they were there. Is that okay? These people said, of course it is. That's why they're there. There is perhaps a warning going to comedy that it, you have to be able to take a joke, right? And where that line is crossed all of a sudden takes place. And now everybody's like, eh, mm, then they have the free will to walk out. And as part of this experiment, many people did. And they had to stop it as they were walking out and say this was an experiment, And we wanted to see what your guys' reaction would be to, you know, a comedian that goes too far. And in the reality, when that does happen, right, they get often canceled or shut out or they have to reinvent themselves and rebuild their brand and focus on one of the different aspects of comedy. And so we've just talked about a few of these different styles. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, who's always related to here's what's happening today and what's the deal with this and that right? And looking at the humor in today's, uh, you know, society, we can use that as a springboard as we start to develop who we're going to portray as the comedy comedian that, you know, is of that next generation, right? So relatability, having the storytelling, blending it all together, having different topics that have misdirection built into it to keep you on your toes. When you think something was about to be said, it's now something completely different and doing it in a way that at the end of the day, you're going to come out there with a smile. It was funny. Life is going to be better. And let's continue together to to share in that experience as we build forward a better life. And so I thank you for joining us on this first comedy podcast Uh, This is your host, Darcy Silver, Mr. Darcy. And we look forward to having you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Love Seats Comedy Podcast. You can follow this glorious podcast at unlv.edu forward slash K-U-N-V forward slash podcast. And Love Seats on social media at Love Seats and Real Love Seats. And that's L-U-V-S-E-A-T-S, all one word. You've been a lovely audience. Until next time, share the love. (laughs) Fox. <laughs>